you're an admissions person sitting by the phone all day. We're going to make that phone ring. Very simple. Someone's looking nursing home near me. They're in Boston, Massachusetts. They put in this zip code, this particular area. When they Google, this is what they're going to see. And now they clicked on it and it's for a phone call. You pick up the phone call. You we just del- you can't get a better delivery of a hot, active lead that they're calling you. I mean, this, this is it's mind-blowing. Welcome to the Nursing Home Podcast, your go-to source for professional insights in the long-term care industry. Hear from leaders and experts as they share current and practical insights to help make the most of your day. I'm a long-term care financial specialist. What that means is I help people plan for the inevitable. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to think about getting old, but it's possible that someday we might need a little bit of care. Here's your host, nursing home administrator turned podcaster, Shmuel Septimus. Shmuel Okay, so we are back for another live broadcast of the Nursing Home Podcast. And today we're going to discuss something that has never been discussed before on the podcast. And that is the role of online paid ads for nursing homes. Now, a lot of us are used to scrolling through YouTube, you're scrolling through Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, and you get sometimes you get you get interrupted with your feed with different types of of ads and some of them are exciting some of them are not usually when we think of nursing homes you know nursing homes for for their businesses and many of them are already used to the fact that if you want to survive and you want to be real online then nursing homes have to have a real presence over there and you've heard enough from me about that um assuming you have that all set what is the value in general about online ads and what is the potential and the specific results that could be gained for a nursing home or a healthcare company in the space. So in order to discuss this topic, um, I am really excited to have Karina on the Nursing Home Podcast. Karina is the CEO and founder at SeniorCareClicks.com, uh, SEO and SEM professional, right? SEM is is mark you know marketing which is what we're going to talk about in a minute uh contributor to forbes search engine crawl and on crawl and you know our mutual connection brian wallace introduced us we had our conversation and i'm really fascinated by what you have to share and even before we let you talk i know i'm talking too much already uh but even before we let you do this it's it's so fascinating to have someone who is so specific we're talking about someone who does paid ads for the senior care space. So before we jump into how that all works, Karina, first of all, welcome to the Nursing Home Podcast. And would you please tell us how you evolved your business to do exactly what you do today? Thank you for having me. Um, well, I used to work in-house. I started working in-house for a, a home care agency that had 50 branches. When I started working with them, it was smaller. I think that we have seven branches, but now it's 15 branches. Actually, I opened the marketing department. I was the first person. Before me, they used to hire agencies, but they were not happy with the results because what happened with this specific industry niche, you know, because we are under the healthcare umbrella. What happens is that many marketers out there don't understand the industry. So they can be excellent. Uh, digital marketing, but they don't know the keywords, they don't know the buyer personas, they don't know the user intent. So the company that hired me, they want to start uh, in in-house marketing team. 
Mm-hmm. So I start with them and I learn uh, senior care, you know, I learn uh, how to acquire clients, the content, the, um, the PPC. I knew the digital marketing, but I learned the industry and how to apply my knowledge to make my company successful. I worked with them for several years. After that, I left and I started working in a nursing home. Uh, doing digital marketing as well. We were doing SEO, PPC, you know, all, the, all this uh, initiative. Uh, I started writing mm-hmm. for Congress and I started writing about the topics that I'm passionate about, like senior care, digital marketing for senior care. So I was reached out for different people to hire me as a consultant. So uh, when I see, you know, the demand and really the, it's missing, it's not a lot of professionals like you and me that are in this industry. So I decided to go on my own. And since October uh, last year, uh, I started with Senior Care Clicks. And you know, it's doing, I'm doing really well. You know, I'm very happy that I started my own business. And COVID-19 has really boosted this industry because the need is huge. With the pandemic and uh, people calling their kids from home, at home and taking sometimes, you know, their elderly in the house to keep them safe. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's incredible the need for the services. Well, well, so first of all, it's fascinating. It's fascinating um, how you got into this very specific niche. You weren't, if I understand you correctly, you, you didn't come into the healthcare space with a strong background in online ads and online marketing. You were, you're primarily focused on this space, on the healthcare space. This is something that you actually needed to grow your business or your company needed it to grow your business. So you said you're going to figure this out and do it for them. You did it so well that you were able to, you know, to branch out and to start uh, your own company. And like you said, you know, you're doing, you know, you're doing well now. I'm, you know, <laughs> definitely glad to hear that, you know, that it's working out. But I think from what I'm hearing from you is that you're really filling a need. You're not coming from a guy you know someone who's done online ads and online marketing for other industries and you're trying to make it fit for the world of nursing homes for the world of assisted livings for home care companies you're actually coming from the healthcare space realizing the need filling the need for a particular company and then branching out further so which which kind of makes it that you know you're almost destined for success because you are you're you're meeting a demand. You're not creating a demand, which is which is phenomenal, and which is which you know really positions your company in a strong place. But let's you know focus a few minutes now. Let's educate our listeners. So many of our listeners do not necessarily know how, what we're talking about. They don't. They, they may be people who know exactly what we're talking about. They want to hear the specific strategies, which we may or may not be able to get to later on in the episode. But let's talk. Um, let's first define. What are paid ads? Which platforms do they go on? And what are the goals, specific goals for those in the healthcare space? What do you want to accomplish with this money that's spent? And do you see it? So I'm asking you too many questions here. Let's start with the first thing. Let's define it. What are paid ads? Well, uh, you know that um, paid ads are basically when users are typing queries online, can be on the phone, on a tablet, on a computer. And you get the results. The four first results on, on, online are paid. So 
even your company's ranking on organic, you must have ads because when people go in the mobile, the organic will go, won't be above the fold. We will be under. So people have to scroll to see your, your uh, facility or your business, you know? So we really think that pay ads are the most things to do, not only for, mm -hmm. we do for clients to get acquired new clients, for hiring a recruitment, and also for branding. It's different okay, strategy. So Depends where you want to the goal, you know? Some companies, they have a lot of clients, they want brand branding. So other ones hire caregivers or nurses or staff. Uh, for my experience, we recommend and we use um, Google Ads to acquire clients in the senior care space. And to hire staff, we recommend and we use uh, Facebook Ads. Okay, so you're jumping straight to the chase. So, so first of all, the definition of Google Ads is very clear. That's the stuff that you see before you see the organic results. And like you pointed out, something for, which is fascinating, that if you're on a cell phone and you're looking at your you're looking at the, your Google results because of the size of the screen and the format, you may not even see any of the organic results without scrolling down a bit. Which means that even if you're ranking number one, I'm just repeating what you said and processing it. But even if you're ranking number one in the organic results, you may not even be seen because people see the will see the paid ads first, which is which is which is definitely fascinating. And, you will lose uh, all your now, chances. You will lose all the, all the chances you don't have paid ads. And one more thing, uh, it's not only the ads, also the map. So you're even you are in first position in organic in desktop, you more like more likely will be in the end on the mobile because it's four pay ads, the Google pack for the Google map, and then the organic. So you're saying you're going to have the map with the locations of whatever home care companies or nursing homes, assisted exactly. livings, you know, healthcare facilities, that's going to come after the ads and before the organic results. Now, even within that space of where the local businesses are, there's also ads you can have there exactly. for your local business ads. Right. And you can also to pay more to rank in that list, you know, higher up on the list. Or you could you could pay, you know, you could play dirty also. Whenever your competitor comes up, you want to pay a little bit more. Or you could you could uh, there's a lot of things that could be done. But the bottom line is on a high level, if you're not uh, using paid ads, then you're you're leaving a lot on the table because we know that people make decisions on everything um, by, you know, let's Google it. You know, mom has to go to a nursing home. Which nursing home should she go to? I don't know. Let's Google nursing homes near me, which is what most people do. Um, and I know this not out of uh, guesswork, and neither do you. I ask people when they come into the nursing home, how did you make your decision? What What did you do? How did you end up in this facility? So it depends. A lot of times it could be a case manager. But even a case manager, how did a case manager make a decision? You know, a hospital discharge planner. They also need to be marketed to. Now, let's take a... I'm going to take a nursing home because that's what I'm most familiar with. Um, so let's take a nursing home, which has a very limited marketing budget. They care very little and they're a small company. So I'm telling you from like, I'm giving you one of the most challenging demographics within the clients that you serve. So they're not interested in general branding because they don't see the ROI. That's going to take too long. What they do see, what they are interested in is their census. Let's talk uh, practically right now. Their census took a serious nosedive. Unfortunately, due to COVID, many of them, either residents were discharged home or to other centers. And unfortunately, there were many deaths. And right now, they don't have enough 
enough uh, residents or patients to pay their bills. So they're dying. That's a bad word to use. They're desperate um, for for clients. So what what are the the old school knee jerk reaction is? Let's meet with doctors. Let's meet with case managers. Let's go into the community. Now all that stuff works, but can they? Is it practical for someone to say, "Hey, I need census today." Right, my CEO just you know spoke to me on the phone. He said, "What's the deal with your numbers? They're down in the dumps. I need you to get your numbers up immediately." Is paid ads something that can actually deliver on that type of need? Of course, of course that they will. Uh, if they have a small budget, I have clients all sizes, you know, with small budgets as well. They have a small budget. The way to do it is like to create. Google Ads campaign, hyper-targeted with specific zip codes. Can be where the current clients are, can be something radius around the location, can be specific cities or counties. Google Ads allows you to pick your location. So you can show the ad in specific locations. Also, uh, after, I will say, 20 days, 15 to 20 days, uh, we can optimize, we must optimize the campaign for genders, for age, for all the demographics. We can uh, allocate more budget to specific um, demographics, can be gender, age, income, and we can uh, block or exclude another groups. So with time, the campaign will be smarter and smarter because for our experience, we start the campaign with a model, a bidding, bidding model calls, um, a manual CPC, manual cost per click. In that way, we control every cent that we spend for every keyword, okay? Also, if the facility has a small budget, we what we do is that we pick two uh, type, uh, time match keyword, phrase match and exact match. Phrase match means, mean that your ad will be shown to people that type a specific sentence. And maybe a word before or after. Let's say nursing home near uh, nursing home Brooklyn and the zip code. Okay, an exact match means that your ad will be shown to people looking for a specific exact exactly keyword. So in that in that way we narrow down to the intent of people. So uh, the ad will be shown only to people that really have intention intention to book an appointment to go to a nursing home or to talk with somebody about. Uh, you know, a new resident or something like that. Uh, it's ways to do it. Of course, it's ways to do it with a small budget, a big, big budget. It's always way to optimize the campaign and to provide the results. Okay, so let's say, um, so a couple, a couple of takeaways right here, even just from what you just said. And honestly, we could talk about this all day because this is something yeah. that I, you know, we read this. So this is fascinating to me, um, and people really don't understand the power. Of this type of uh, advertising, you know, the, the, it's the opposite extreme from a Geico plane flying on in the sky and advertising to everybody with very, very unspecific. This is the opposite extreme. So let, let, let's talk about this. I have a limited budget. I want to get my census up quickly. So if I start a campaign today, is it likely someone's going to walk in my front door? As a result of that, not necessarily. But you over have, the next few days, you have a client the same day, but. Obviously, the campaign becomes better and better with time because we change the bidding model and we give time to Google to understand 
through machine learning and artificial intelligence to, to Google to understand who is the people that will click the ad and will convert. So it's a process. We have different bidding strategies in order to get to this, but you can get a client the same day, of course. Well, so so that's amazing. That means that it's, it is possible if we set up a Google Ads campaign today that before the end of the day, we will have a client that's going to walk through the front door because they saw an ad on Google. So people don't realize how real this is. Right, so you're gonna be paying a few dollars per click. Now, depending on where you are, you know, it might be more expensive or less expensive, depending on the clicks and depending on all the different factors <clears throat> that Karina and her team are in charge of figuring out. Because you know, ads campaigns can be very, very complex, and you do need someone who knows what they're doing, and more importantly, someone that you trust, someone that that's not gonna let it run on autopilot. No. But the bottom line is that you you can <clears throat> you get someone in the same day, but more than that. As time goes on, um, it gets smarter. Like Karina just said, I, I just want to speak out like the elephant in the room. This is not um, a way for a Google Ads uh, management company to make more money by holding you on for longer. right? That, that is not why you need to uh, do a longer campaign. The reason why you need to do a long campaign is very simple. You need to see what works. And what doesn't work? You need to see what people are responding to, what they're not responding to. You need to optimize the campaign well, as it goes on. Optimization is the key. If you set up a Google campaign and nobody manages it, you are wasting your money. You put it straight to the trash. You need daily optimization because it's a lot of queries that people type. Like, for example, now government help. It's a lot of government help queries for senior care facilities. I see it every day. So we have a list of negative keywords that we upload on all our campaigns to exclude these queries. Um, you can optimize the campaign in order to make sure that people who are not looking for what you want will not be showing up um, and you will not be paying when they click um, on on your ads. That's what the negative keyword uh, campaign can do. And that makes it that as you're optimizing your as you're optimizing your campaign, that you can you can make sure that you're getting more and more specific as time goes on. So you want to grow your senses, do everything that we've spoken about on the show, do everything that you know how to do really well, but add to that a Google Ads campaign. Maybe don't throw millions of dollars at it right away. You don't, don't throw thousands of dollars and not even hundreds. It could be a very small amount of money and you start testing the water until you figure it out. As you optimize further, uh, this is a question for you, Karina. If, if you, you're running a campaign for a decent amount of time and now you feel like you really hit a sweet spot. You know exactly the right keywords. You have all the negative keywords, location, the times of day, everything you figured out exactly. You got the perfect ad campaign. Would you suggest a client to then to start adding more ad spend at that point? Uh, yes, because if you are getting referrals or leads, why not? You want clients, right? So if you're making money, you put more yeah. money, obviously. But one more thing I would like to add. Uh, besides the search, we can uh, also create in the landing page a button to people to call. So some facilities, they want calls. They don't want nobody to fill a form. They want people to call. So it's, we can do in the search ads an auction calls call extension so people can call from the, uh, from the ad or only call ads. It's only an ad that every time the conversion is a call. A click is a call. But I would recommend this for facilities that they have uh, call centers because you don't want to miss one call. Cost a lot of money, this call. One call is a one conversion for Google in this case. Well, so so I just want to dumb that down a little bit. So that means some very simply, 
and I know we spoke about this, this is like fascinating to me because a lot of nursing homes have terrible uh, websites and they have a terrible online yeah. presence, which by the way, if they have a terrible online presence, I know a great company that can help them with that. But you know, however they do it, but for them, they're not comfortable handing over the lead process to their website because it's going to go to a form. We don't know who, where the emails go. Our form is too long. People don't fill it out. I, I want someone, if they're interested in me, I want to get them on the phone. And many nursing homes, has, some of them have, you know, what central admissions, which is like a call center type of thing, where they have a team that just sits on the phone all day. But I know from smaller companies that I've worked with, many of them, they, they don't have that or they choose not to have that. But instead, they, they do have, let's say, a team of two, three people that their phones will ring when this number is called. And they're always on 24-7. And I, I know this. we've had a, a point where we had a designated cell phone, the admission cell phone. I think we did that. And, you know, so it always calls to this particular physical phone. And the phone is handed off from person to person. So, so you're right that if you're going to pay for this ad, you might have paid just now $9, let's say. And for this call to go through. But this is such a hot lead. Talking about someone who's actively looking for nursing homes in your area, is interested in learning more, and on their phone, they just tapped a button, and now they're talking to your uh, to your admissions office. Now, if your admissions person is out on break and doesn't have this phone, you just wasted eight bucks. Or maybe, you know, depending on how much you paid for the ad. You know, that, but on the other hand, if if you do have the ability to pick up the phone and you make sure you never miss those calls, you know, that's gold instead of paying because I think this I'm thinking out loud now, but I know that part of the reason why I think healthcare operators are, are maybe reluctant to spend money on Google ads, even though they'll waste money on billboards and radio ads and things that really don't convert. And there's no way to track if they convert, which is another conversation. We can talk about that in a minute about tracking the, you know, the ROI. But more than that, they, they don't really feel like it could work. Like it, it's not talking in terms that many operators can understand. They go to my website, and then what? How's it going to work? It's very simple. Your admissions person is sitting by the phone all day. We're going to make that phone ring. Very simple. Someone's looking, nursing home near me. They're in Boston, Massachusetts. They put in this zip code, this particular area, this hospital, let's say. You could, you know, just this hospital. When they Google, this is what they're going to see. And now they clicked on it, and it's for a phone call. You pick up the phone call. You We just... Del- you can't get a better delivery of a hot active lead that they're calling you. I mean, this is, this is it's mind blowing. Exactly. And, uh, uh, for what you said, I'm completely agree with you. They are reluctant to invest in digital marketing because for what I see from my experience, we as a marketer, we deliver the best that we can because we understand the industry. We are focused on this specific niche from healthcare, senior care. But sometimes on the other side, the client don't have to, the way to handle properly the leads, to follow the leads, no email marketing campaign in place, no, nobody pick up the phone. So we can provide the report, but they say we don't have the clients because they are not following the leads properly. I suggest, I give suggestions to my clients all the time, please, when you get a contact form, call within three minutes because if somebody fill out a form, more likely this person fill out a form in other websites and your competitor will call this client with this lead. So you have to call within three minutes. Call back if you get a form. And I seen also from back that calls convert better than forms, always. Really? Of course. That's interesting. If somebody call and the first person is in the phone and this person is good, 
we'll, we'll close the, the, the deal. Wow. So that is something that's fascinating, which makes sense. There's someone on the phone right now. They just Googled something. They said, oh, my gosh, this is exactly what I want. They're on the phone talking to you. So you pick up the phone. You have a hot lead. Again, like you said, you're doing marketing. You're not doing sales. So it's their job is to convert, but your job is to bring in, um, is to bring in the leads. Um, the other point uh, that you you also brought, as far as putting up putting out these sales, um, I'm trying to remember, is that when someone is is um, when someone se- sends out a form, right? So this is not an email. You know, people look at their inbox as a to do list, and you kind of start from the top and you work your way down. And sometimes you know the emails on the bottom just keep on going further and further. To the bottom, a form that comes in. This this is just a solid gold. This is somebody who right now is interested in your product or service. This goes to any industry. This is not limited to nursing homes. But this is if you have a contact form on your website, someone fills something out, you respond immediately. That first of all, that shows them this is a real you know company, real people that are behind this website. This is not a website that was set it and forget it type of website. This is, this is real people that they care. And that says a big thing about what, you know, about you and your offer, um, about what you can do potentially for this client. And like you said, also, that if they're filling out your form, they're probably going to fill out four forms or three forms or even two. Whoever responds first is the one that they're going to give their most attention to. This is your opportunity to jump on it um, and, and to really get into and to 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 see you know obviously if you have a bad company then you have a bad company but you, if you have a talented people answering the calls and responding immediately that really is a big deal now I, we don't have so much time left but let's move on slightly if you don't mind uh, to facebook ads which work a little bit differently it's a different animal and it's not it's not based on you know search queries it's not someone putting into facebook certain things and rather the ads are inserted into people's facebook feeds so first of all what type of ads before we dis, before we dis, uh, discuss how it's targeted? Are we talking about video ads, text ads, uh, photo based ads? What type of ads do you recommend uh, for people in the senior care space? Even maybe they want to try it themselves. What type of ads do you do? And then the second thing is how do you target? Okay, I recommend to use Facebook for hiring and recruitment. It's a really good platform. For me, the best. It's affordable and also it will bring bring the, the right people to you. I run different campaigns for different clients to hire caregivers, uh, nurses, different people needed in the senior care industry. And I can give you some numbers because I have some numbers so I can share it with you. So you can see and everybody can see, you know, the return of investment or the, you know, the conversion rate. Let me see I have here. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a, a, a client. Uh, he has a recruiting company for senior care industry. He actually recruit caregivers, LPNs, home aides, nurses, all this stuff. And he resell mm-hmm. packages to companies. Um, in ten, uh, he was putting ten dollar a day. It's a very small budget, ten dollar. It's nothing. Uh, in six days, was sixty dollar. Uh, he got two hundred fifty post engagements, twenty five applicants, ten percent conversion, twenty five applicants. So he got 25 applicants for this specific job for, with $10 wow. a day. So, so let me ask you a question. So obviously that's, that's nothing. Like we know if you want to, like I've done this, right? You want to sponsor something on Indeed 
uh, you want to you want to pay for an ad anywhere. Any paper, uh, you know, ad for sure is going to cost way more than that. Now, of those 25 applicants, I've done this myself as an administrator on Facebook for recruitment. Um, you know, the companies that I've worked for, I haven't done it, but I know that this stuff works. And I have I have received um, qualified candidates this way. But I did find, and this probably is is where a professional comes in, is that a big percentage of the ads that came in were completely unqualified. So, for example, I was looking to fill a nurse's aide position. So I put out an ad for a CNA, and I wrote up, you know, what it is, and I thought I made an ad that looked uh, interesting. And then... Um, I would get 10, 20, 30 applicants. Of those applicants, one of them is looking for, you know, management wants to manage a, you know, retail store. The other one, you know, many of them are not even licensed. So I, of those, let's say 25, I got two, three that were actual applicants. One of them wasn't looking and they don't know how they clicked. And I got two people, one of them I interviewed and whatever. So what was I doing wrong? Let me explain you how we do it in order to, you know, to target the right people. My clients say that from the 25, 12 12 applications were perfect. He could use 12 people. What we do is like, there are different types of ads in Facebook. There are one app that you can actually do organic job posts, but you can do only one at a time. And this is the best for my experience, for our experience at team. The best because you do the job post and you uh, boost it. But when you boost it, then you have to be very careful because Facebook has changed a lot. Lately, with COVID-19, it's a lot of policies, and for employment, it's a lot of discrimination policies. So if you do one a small thing that is wrong, your ad will be, more likely will be approved, but after three, four days, Facebook realizes it, and they, they disable your account up to three weeks. So you will be three weeks without advertisement. So actually, this happened to us, and, you know, it was a manual process to get the account back. But uh, you boost this job post, and you target it, for a specific location. And the good thing about the job post that you boost is that you can add questions. What's your name? What's your email? What's your location? Do you do, are you certified? Do you have license? And the good thing about this is that when you when somebody see the ad and apply, when they open the application, it's out of field by Facebook. Facebook are really out of field your name, your email, and your phone number. You only have to add maybe other, other answers like if you have if you are certified or do you have the license but everything else is already there so it's so easy for people mm -hmm. to apply it's true there are a different type of ad that is basically a lead form where you add the the job application and people actually um, apply on facebook on a lead form lead form and this lead form will go to live on the lead center on facebook you won't send the people to your website and there are different type of ads that you will send people to your website to the career pages. So it depends the ad that you you do. You know, we test all the time. And the best is the job post. But the only thing that you only can do one at a time. If you have different positions for different locations, you have to play with the lead form or you have to send people to the website. Sometimes when you send applicants to the website, they get lost. Honestly, they get lost. So the best way is to let them do the application on Facebook. Wow. Okay. So I've done that. So we did job posts. We boosted the job posts. We probably didn't target, uh, you know, correctly, which is why we got a lot of, um, you know, a lot of unqualified applicants. We did sometimes ask uh, some of those questions, 
problem was that sometimes, you know, many times people would leave a blank and then we would still get those applicants. You know, are, are you certified as a nurse's aide? And they wouldn't respond and they would just, you know, submit their resume or something like that. And, um, you know, we would have to sift through it. But what, what you said is, is also golden in regards to there. If you're the same type of operator, you're, you're, you're nervous about your website. Here, let me, let me just do a, a 30 second rant. When, when operators create websites, many times they have no clue who they're creating their website for. There's so many different people. They need completely different types of information from the website. So even if it's gorgeous and even if it's flawless and even if it, it works really well and it's responsive and it's mobile friendly and SEO optimized, it still could be garbage because it doesn't serve any one particular person. So if your website is to, for recruitment, then it's not going to work well if you're looking to grow your senses. If your website is for vendors to work with you or for re regulatory compliance agencies to see that you're legit, it also might not be the same. So what you said is, is so true that if you're going to take someone from a Facebook ad and then send them to your website, it's very likely that they're going to get lost because they need to go to the careers page. But even in your careers page, it's also a tool for your regional team to know what's going on. It's just confusing. It's overwhelming. So if you have a bad website or a confusing website or your, your company, some, you know, some very large companies, they have 50 centers across the country or 100 centers across the country. So a lot of them, what I've noticed is that they don't create separate websites. It's just a, like a subdomain, if you will, on their main website. You click on the center and it has some generic information about the center. You want to apply for a job in one of those places. Sometimes it can be very, like you said, it can be confusing. So if you could keep them in Facebook and give them the least amount of hoops to jump through, like you said, it's going to pre-fill most of their information based on their Facebook profile. Okay. And they respond within Facebook. These people don't want to jump onto emails. They're sitting there on their phone in Facebook. They want to talk to you in Facebook. That's where they're comfortable. That's their world. Stay there. Facebook message them. Uh, everything, set up your appointment there. Use the platform the way it was intended to be used. And the only time you go out of the platform is when they actually meet with you in person to conduct an in-person interview. Or maybe today will be a Zoom interview or a LinkedIn Live interview, maybe like we're doing right now or whatever you do. But the point is that that is super, super valuable. Green, I see that we went way over time. Um, I'm very passionate about this stuff and, and really excited to have someone like you on the podcast. Before we let you go, uh, yeah, uh, before we let you go, any final thoughts that you would want to share with operators in regards to paid ads and some missed opportunities that they have before we'll, you know, send them, you know, to your website if they want to learn more about you and your business and what you do? Well, I would like to share some data that I took from the internet related to pay ads and healthcare specifically. 3.5 billion searches happen a day online. So imagine the opportunity. A lot of these businesses that we work, home care, nursing home, assisting living, they rely a lot on referral sources. They rely a lot on word of mouth, recommendations, social workers. But now all this is not there because of the pandemic. You know, it's, it's hard for a salesperson to go to the rehabilitation or to the hospital to wait for somebody to get discharged or things like that. So they need to start and start digital marketing today because they can get a new client today. SEO helps, but takes time. I love SEO. We do SEOs as well, but SEO takes time. And also, as I explained to you before, in the phone, people don't see it. 53% of people search on mobiles. 
So you're losing more of the half of the people when you are ranking number one in organic. For nursing well, homes, that's even if you do, even if you're number one. Well, exactly. For nursing homes, the data say for nursing homes specifically that 79 percent of people search online before booking, uh, booking a visit. 79 percent. So what is wearing nursing home to start doing ads? As you say, they can start with a small budget. Even if you get one client a month, it helps. In this moment that with the crisis, you know that if people have died in the nursing home, people are scared to put their family there. You need clients, you need to, uh, you have your facility empty. So it's nothing to lose to try uh, Google Ads. That's it, and you're right, it's probably- the, Hyper local, hyper local. You need to focus on your area and also where your clients are because you have experience in this area, and this is zip codes. These people, you know, can afford your services. Amazing, amazing. And like you're saying, the, the barrier to entry. 60% of people search for healthcare websites, 60%. The healthcare wow. queries are huge in Google. Everybody's Googling healthcare queries. Wow. I feel oh, that wow, wow. I feel in our industry, people still is old school, very old school about marketing. And they don't, they are, they don't want to change. They are because everybody's afraid to change on something new. They don't understand how to do it. But I love to educate my clients. I'm here because I want to educate people. I, 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 I'm sure that you do the same because we know that they want to do it, but they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to start. Yes, uh, this is so true. I mean, you're preaching to the choir right now. Um, and this is something which is low-hanging fruit, which is so easy to start. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is fabulous. This is a real opportunity. So the bottom line is, if you're an operator and you're listening right now, and you're wondering, my census is down in the toilet. Um, my, I'm looking to hire people. You know, it's, it's hard for me to find CNAs and nurses. People are paying them ridiculous amounts of money. Uh, they're going to agencies and getting a lot of money or the, or people are just scared to come into this environment. There are plenty of facilities across the country and across the world that are in very, very serious shape right now. And, and you know, but people don't want to come in and there are some people that are looking for places, but they need to be convinced that your place is a place for them to work. So even just from a staffing standpoint, if you do Facebook correctly, you really can, can help. Now to put it in perspective, where do where else do they go to, you know for staffing some of them have these online systems that they use many use indeed or ZipRecruiter and all these other types of things you get inundated with tons and tons of of resumes many have nothing to do with um you know with the job that you're posting of those you have to sift through tons of them and then you you, you know they're not necessarily that serious they don't really know how to use the platform that people are applying so it could be a real challenge but if you can do it within facebook and just double down you know what there are some people uh, you know i'm one of these people you know people are tool junkies and they love like the, all the new tools and that oh linkedin is cool great let me try some ads there let me try some ads on ZipRecruiter. let me try some ads on linkedin let me try it's some billboards expensive linkedin is the more expensive pay ads that you can find for for click it's very expensive i don't say that it's does no it convert i don't say that they don't work but the the pay per click the cost per click is higher than google ads you Facebook well, what is the, what? ads google ads and linking linking is good for b2b i have clients that they have softwares for home care or for senior care and they want linking because they want to uh, contact partners 
other companies, decision maker, but for B2B, for B2C, no. Got it, got it. Makes sense, makes sense. All right, Karina, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. If our uh, guests, if our listeners, our viewers want to learn more about you, about your company and about what you do, where's the best place to send them? They can find my information in my website, Senior Care Clicks, or in my LinkedIn profile. Okay, so we'll put... Well, or in my, or in my website, senior, SeniorCareClicks.com. Okay, so again, so if you want to learn more about Karina and her company, head on over to SeniorCareClicks.com, or you could go on to LinkedIn, and you could put in Karina's name. So it's Karina... I'm going to, Tama Rutigliano. All right, not bad. Karina Tama is fine. They find me. Oh, Karina Tama is fine. Okay, I just see what you put on the screen here. So you put in Karina Tama, so that's simple enough. And you put in Karina Tama, you'll find Karina and her company. You'll have to see what you you see what they put over there. Karina, thank you so much thank for coming on the Nursing on Podcast today. You're welcome. Um, for those... For those interested in learning more about this fascinating industry, you can head on over to the nursinghomepodcast.com where this episode will be available as well as all past and future episodes. So that's the nursinghomepodcast.com. And to learn more about Karina and her company, head on over to seniorcareclicks.com. Thank you for those who are watching and joined us live and those who will see us on the podcast and listen to us on the podcast. We thank you for lending some of your time to learn about this fascinating industry from us right here. Now that you've enjoyed this episode of the Nursing Home Podcast, I'd really appreciate if you'd rate this podcast and let everyone else know what an amazing resource this is for those wanting to learn anything and everything about the nursing home industry. So head on over to ratethispodcast.com slash nursing home. Again, ratethispodcast.com slash nursing home. Leave me a review and let the world know what an amazing show this truly is. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to stay tuned and subscribe so you don't miss any other episodes.